0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite.
1: Well, good gloomy morning to you.
0: It's really gloomy. There weren't even any lights on, and I was like, am I okay?
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I know. I know our our stupid, hilarious seasonal affective disorder here in California because we're so spoiled. Yeah. Um. I don't know about you, I'll I'll get the one gloomy day, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to put on a little sweater and curl up under a blanket. Then when it goes on day two, I'm like, somebody call the, the psych ward. I'm going to lose it. I need some I know, sunshine.
0: I know. I feel like we're the only place, like, or with, you know, warm climates all year, I'm sure, like the Southwest in general, that, like, we, like, pine for the days where we get to layer, you know, whereas, like, the rest of the country that gets actual winter is, like, Go fuck yourself
1: I, Like <laughs> yeah. I know But you you know That you missed The four seasons When I was like Watching Handmaid's Tale You know The, the new season Of Handmaid's Tale <laughs> Last night And uh, Nick was walking Through the snowy forest And instead of me uh-huh. Paying attention To the actual plot line I was just like Ooh, he's just—I miss that feeling of like seeing my breath and wearing an open yeah, jacket and totally. standing in a, and I'm like totally. yeah, and I like missing the plot.
0: Yeah, I know. Agreed. I like we might go to Seattle or Vancouver in November, and I was like, I want to like be forced to wear a jacket. I don't want to yeah. do it strictly for fashion for so. funsies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That being said, Uh, welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hi, guys.
0: I'm your other host, Andrea Wallace, and here we are. We're
1: still here. We're back. We're back, baby. We're in it. We're in it. it. It felt like I couldn't remember how to do little certain things that were very robotic to me for the past several years years like I was like I kind of forget how to upload the episode and, and funny shit like that but I'm back that nice. was
0: that it's was like, right. the crazy
1: retrograde energy which is still happening by the way
0: Uh, it's been a fucking week and a half I also last we heard on our episode my dog OD'd on marijuana on the CBD accidentally and then I did then <laughs> I did it I don't know if there was an old switcheroo at the old weed factory with this tincture specifically, but I take CBT for my yeah. menstrual cramps. Um, I take a 40 to 1. It, I have stopped eating ibuprofen like it's going out of style. It, right. This is It's a positive thing that I'm able to control the pain with this. So my normal one that I take, I took all day. And then I got home and I was like, oh, here's this one that Indiana got into. It's just a 30 to one as opposed to a 40 to one. So you really shouldn't feel high. I was like, there's some left in the bottle. I'll take a little bit of that just because I don't want it go- to go to waste, you know? Sure. Like, So I'm making dinner and all of a sudden I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, sure. <laughs> like it had more THC than what the bottle I guess I'm so sensitive. I've talked about it yeah. on the show a thousand yeah. times about no, you're a how freak. you're a freak. I go dark. I get yeah. dark. I go. It's not for me. No. Like the 40 to ones are great, but cause you need a little bit of THC to activate the CBD and that's how the science works, you know, but Holy shit. This I was, was just, just I was, I was chopping vegetables and I was like, it was a race against time to not play with knives anymore. I was just like, just get the salad done. Don't cut anything with knives. Brian gets home and I was like, I'm fucked up. <laughs> like, and then I was like, not, it was a bad scene. I had to go crawl into my bed. Everything grossed me out. I was like, I can't watch anything but a home makeover show and hope to God I pass out. And then I Ugh. did. And I woke up three hours later at 11 p.m., mind you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. And I was like, okay, I'm not tripping balls off weed oil anymore. Oh my God, hell, hell, Brooke, um, my my hell is your, THC edible situations. It's
1: your hell. I'll I'll tell you what. After I complained about that commercial audition, uh, I got a callback for the worst. Nice. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I was like, this energy's so bad. I bet I'll get it. Um. Anyways, uh, so I go back in and I put my hair up in this kind of like ugh, I just like quaffed it up in like a fun perky bun sort of thing and I had maybe a few more bobby pins supporting it than i would normally right because you got to be
0: on camera you got to like you know nothing more than
1: a little extra yes i realize that my go-to look is always a little sloppy in real life and i don't care but like i'm trying to be more mindful of how it reads on camera. so then i do a call back and i come back and i'm like all right i gotta wash my hair get in a bath uh hair still up and then i lay back dunk my head and then I'm like, all right, just going to do the thing where I loosely free the hair. And I, I don't even know how to begin to explain what happened to you. The plastic didn't come out. And then I think the bobby pins allowed the hair to like you know like like when like you're like oh, like you've got two ends of a string and something in the yeah. middle and no like, I know
0: what happened yeah it's like when I told you I took my skims bra off and it like <laughs> it wrapped around all my hair
1: <laughs> I I created a handle on the back of my head made out of my hair and then I was like this is okay come on just you know And I kept soaking it and I was just like what the fuck wow. hours upon and and you know and two, like they're like with commercials they're like don't change a goddamn thing about your appearance yeah, don't you, cut you, a chunk out of your hair yeah exactly <laughs> and so i'm now like crowdsourcing people i've got mayonnaise on my head i've got deep it's conditioner it's a real it, lisa simpson moment <laughs> it was so Matted that you couldn't even get the sharp end of a rat tail comb Damn. to pen it turned into this like flat, angry dreadlock connecting both <laughs> sides of my hair at the end, you know. And I mean, like, I started throwing shit, I broke a few things in my bathroom. Sure, man. Um, I-, I was like, This, come on, this can't be happening to me. Finally, had to cut the dread down the middle. So then I just Wait you like Performed surgery You like cut Into the thing I cut into the thing And so then I just had A a really heavy Chunk of matted hair Flapping now On each side Andrea it, It took The entire Day I was able To comb One out with minor cutting, but a lot of hair came with it. And then I paused. I was like, I can't lose this much hair. This is crazy. I waited for Sean to get home. This is your like, Brian, I'm fucked up. I was like, Sean, I'm fucked up. Because like, (laughs) there was like oil and there were wads of hair and pliers and (laughs) scissors. And he came in and there was like broken shit and the dogs were hiding And I, cause I was like, I can't see it. I can't, it's the back of my head. I can't see it. So I made him aggressively. I was like, just go real hard at it with a brush. It took 90 minutes of continuous brushing to like the other one, I cut, the other one I cut into the other one. I had more patience and just cause I called our hairdresser friend and she's like, you just got to fucking brush. You got to brush and you have to find a patient friend who will help you and you just fucking brush, bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's oh yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It I, ruined I think the, the my amount mood. of time. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, it's a real mood <laughs> ruiner. I was like, I have a hair handle. You can pick me up by my the handle on my head.
0: Yeah, I want our hair handles in this season. I'm a fucking cat. Yeah, I should have gone
1: <laughs> to New York Fashion Week
0: with yeah, my like, hair, hair handles. That's why <laughs> Oh my god. Well, we'll just see if the hits keep on coming. We'll I see if know. next week has some better stuff in store. I
1: don't mm. know. It's just been rolling with the fucked up punches is what I I will say. We have a live show in my yard tonight too. I'm like, I wonder which neighbor is going to lose their mind and threaten us again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, so good. So good. Did you have some, some top of show business you wanted to address
1: today? (laughs) Oh, I just, you know, throwing in with the headlines, whatever. I'll, I'll just mention this, this, I, uh, on the hair day, uh, Sean's like, "Maybe we should just go get takeout." You're, mm. you're not good. And I was like, "Okay." Like I was like, I was just completely engulfed with darkness. Yeah. And I was very hungry because I'd kind of forgotten to eat all day sure. long while I was screaming about my hair. So we order from our favorite Vietnamese place. And, uh, we go, we're like, let's go eat it at the bar. We like, we went to the bar. It just, I don't know what was happening. The fable looked like a frat party. I just was like, no, I was like, I'll get into a fight if I hang out here. <laughs> and so we turn and laughed and then we looked and he's like, Oh, one of our entrees is missing. And we were like so hungry. So we went back, we called, let them know. Uh, they were like, Oh shoot. And then it was just like, we just didn't make it. So it's going to be a little bit. And I was like, no problem and they were like we'll give you free stuff I was like you don't need to don't worry about it then came back in and they were looking at me like a wild animal, like just so scared because you can tell the PTSD these servers have been uh, through uh-huh. and again another one came up she's like do you want some like iced you know Thai iced tea we have Vietnamese iced coffee I was like no really I'm good thank you for making it it's no big deal and she was like paused and she was like Thank you for being so nice. Aww. Just absolutely. And I was like, look, it's two of you waiting tables in a full restaurant. And you're the only two running carryout. Because like, their yeah. carryout is out of control at that place. And I yeah. was like, you guys are working. I was like, please. It's totally cool. I love yeah. your food here. Yeah, I'm and am happy to happens. wait for it. Right. And she like looked like she was about to cry. I was like, Aww. no, no. There's no sneaky Yelp review coming either. Don't worry. Like, you know. Yeah. it. Uh, we do exist out there, you know. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. that was just a little feel good. I took my darkness and I tried to make someone feel better.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It's just like, you know, there's just a lot. And I feel like just, you know, there's just a lot we can't control in this world. And I think that is just... You are, a- you
1: are in control of your mood and your actions. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing that we can control is how we react to things. And oh, yeah. I'm not going to say that uh, throwing a bottle of scalp oil <laughs> against the wall is... Is a controlled action, but it's what needed to happen.
0: Well, speaking of throwing bottles, yeah. Let's, yeah, jump into, right? let's jump into some headlines, oh. uh, shall we? Shall
1: Back. we? Oh, um, what an organic segue.
0: This is uh, fresh out of Ida- the Idaho State Journal, you know, our main resource for so many
1: headlines. It's where we get all our
0: news. We really, we scavenge, you guys. A 38-year-old woman was charged with two felony counts of aggravated assault after police say she threw beer bottles at Bartenders at a local bar, and they how do we dis- say
1: this town? Pocatello. Pocatello. Pocatello Idaho? I think okay. Pocatello.
0: Yeah. Nice. So Pocatello police were dispatched to the first National Bar, which sounds like a bank, but that First does National sound- bank bar uh, in downtown Pocatello for the report of a disturbance inside of the bar. So this woman, um, Die, I think is her last name. Are they saying her Marie Marie Die is his <laughs> is her whole name. Who was charged um, Was in the bar She was Noticed drinking Out of a flask Yeah, bar Right Little nipper She, she had a little nipper It's a big no no Bartenders saw her And they were like Uh uh-uh, uh You can't You can't do that You gotta get the fuck Out of here You gotta go No she
1: got like A one warning And then Continued to nip yeah. and was not being cool at all about that you know totally and then she was basically
0: like oh is that what you think so she took a beer <laughs> bottle and she broke it over the fucking counter and then she threw it at the bartenders you know like they do Brooke I mean, um, missing like, them yeah. oh my god oh my god So then, of course, she's like, I'm fucking out of here. And they're like, you better get the fuck out of here. I love this story because it sounds like a server-submitted story. That's why I like this headline. It reads a lot like a server-submitted story. (laughs) But, yeah. So then she's heading out the door, and then she grabs another bottle as she's out and, like, throws it again at the bartenders. So, yeah. They fucking basically told the police they want to die uh, to get trespass uh, charges and she's aggravated getting charged. assault. Yep.
1: And the thing yep. about our friend Marie here, uh, Stacy Marie Dye of Pocatello, she's a 38 year old who looks like she does work at First National Bank. I know she looks. The girlfriend looks fucking and wasted she, she, in her mugshot. She faded. Those eyes look like there was also maybe painkillers involved, plus the sneaky flask, plus some yeah. white rage entitlement. Um, but that that just. Man, I don't know what it is with that. Like, you got to think in Idaho, how many local bars are there? You know, Uh, and if you've just been, you know ousted from the one mm. and only watering hole. you gotta think about these things okay right once you've done bad behavior and got hit with trespassing charges you are down to hanging out at the local Applebee's well, yeah you know? but not only
0: that if she's, confet- if she's convicted well, yeah, of the two she felonies she faces up to 10 years in prison and a hundred thousand dollar fine you know right right Um.
1: you know what's gonna happen is she's so- gonna ple- plead out and agree to go to like alcohol anonymous and right. god knows what like that's usually what happens but like people
0: yeah, man.
1: yeah, that's a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm
1: just glad no one was hurt. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They had a good uh good bouncer working the situation. You know, granted, he like didn't see the sneaky sort of like last, you know, I'm gonna throw one last punch sort of thing, which was grabbing the closest beer bottle she could find and like, like what and you know, for good <laughs> measure. <laughs> and- <laughs> Nobody tells Marie die! To- It was a kind of day. Maybe she just lost her job at First National Bank.
0: Maybe she did. First National Bank is also an Omaha bank. That's why it made me think of it. They're real big in the big O. Uh, But not so much about, uh, anyway. But. Good God. Good God. Well, bad, that's, bad an well that's an old
1: chestnut. That's an old chestnut. Guys, are we keeping it together? Have we witnessed people who are not keeping it together? Things have just still been shaky and rough and weird. <laughs> yeah, people's, people's crazy. People be
0: crazy. Well, speaking of still, still shit not back to
1: how it used to be, this next headline... Brooke, take her okay, away. So, okay, right. As we know, uh, we've probably discussed it in June at some point. There were rumblings of a sriracha shortage because the sriracha plant that makes this uses uh, this one specific pepper that comes from Mexico, and because of climate change, everybody there were just failed crops of this pepper, which exclusively sells to the sriracha plant. And if you didn't care about climate change, if nothing else that's happened the past few weeks with the floods, the fucking fires, the Mm -hmm. weird record breaking heat waves. If it's Mm going to be the lack of sriracha that gets you to pay attention, let that be your door in to climate change concern.
0: (laughs) There is a restaurant in L.A. that was like basically like bring us a bottle of sriracha and we'll give you your
1: food for free. (laughs) Wow no Uh, way yeah because I mean I was I was reading like you know when this was happening back in mid-June people were taking photos of other people filling up shopping carts with sriracha like a fucking psycho all the hoarding mentality begins again Um, you know people were panicking and you know you've got like a lot of people who as I've come to learn I don't think they have taste buds because they're the sort of f- person who needs to drown every meal, like in sriracha or hot yeah. sauce or ranch. I do now think that sriracha people are like ranch people. Oh my oh, god! Oh, for
0: sure. Yeah, there's a time and a place, but I think hot sauce does like you know it adds like a salty and umami and add, it brings Absol- out other flavors, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I
1: I kind of feel like um, it, you know that that sriracha is sort of like um the. The nation It's sort of um. It's like
0: ketchup You know it's Well it like- is like
1: ketchup In that like I feel like it crosses Borders and continents And it, it finds its way Onto every type of food oh, And kind of finds sure. a way To complement it So Absolutely I, I get it People who are like This is how I lube up And force food Into my throat I need to go get a bunch Um, but whatever, I think people like that are big fucking babies. Anyways, little (laughs) sriracha goes a long way. I get it. It's delicious. I love pho and I love Vietnamese food. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is still bad. This is still going on. And there are already, you know, articles coming out being like, so this is real and you better start learning to like other things and adjust your taste buds. Absolutely. So we were just going to go over, as a friendly reminder, a few other (laughs) types of. Hot, spicy sauces that you can slather over your food to make I it love go it. down. You
0: know, as someone who has, I think we just got that new fridge, and I had there was an I have an entire hot sauce. Area like little cubby on the door. Then I think like I think I have always at most a rotating six different hot sauces that I yeah. like to incorporate. Yeah. Um At this point four. in the game with my the GERD situation, yeah. hiatal hernia, gastritis, whatever's going inside my fucking belly <laughs> is yeah no hot sauce for this queen currently. Uh, she is she's on a hot sauce detox. That's for sure. So this that's... article does bring me a little bit of life um let's just start with tabasco because some people think that tabasco is a basic bitch condiment as well i think some people put it on par with a sriracha but there's like a certain time and a place it's like so vinegary and sharp and it's again great on it crosses borders on what it's good on you know so it
1: it does uh For me sometimes Like the thing that bugs me I realize I'm like I'm a consistency queen Mm -hmm. It's just a little too thin For me to Uh, really get I get it I get it Right right Like it does do That little supercharged Vinegar acid feel But people were also saying Things like Tabasco In general Like it's not complementary To already acidic food So that's Mm -hmm. when you need To start looking for Sweeter thicker hot sauces If you're already looking If you're already eating Something very like Tomato based Or you know Totally, and I'm Set, I'm a cetera. crystal girl. Like I'm I'm crystal. What is crystal.
0: crystal? oh, crystal's not on here, but I'm just adding it. Crystal Ooh, is a do tell also like a Louisiana like style hot sauce. It's a southern mm. hot sauce that's um, gonna be a lot like a Tabasco. It's thicker. It's not as spicy. Mm. Um, the flavors come out more. Crystal's pr- wins for me over Tabasco. One hundred percent. It's Ooh. like hands down the best. Um, I
1: like this endorsement. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But um, there's so many other ones that they have on this list too, like buffalo sauce. Right? This one, I'm—I don't. It's good. Uh, there's a—it's very specific for me.
1: It's so specific. I mean, and I immediately want it in combination with blue cheese. So mm-hmm. it's like—it's sort of like well. Buffalo cauliflower is really good, but then, of course, you're always dunking it into some sort of creamy dairy-based something yes, or other. Yeah, absolutely. I've never just tried it as, like, my hot sauce. You know what I'm saying? No,
0: I never have either. I mean, I'm sure that there's people that love to do the Frank's hot, you know, sauce on everything as well. It's just not for me like again it's such a specific flavor profile i feel like it overtakes everything and thus makes it buffalo you know yeah yeah what
1: yeah is it just is it buffalo because it's got so much like Franks in it i mean possibly is, i don't is quite... Franks from buffalo we'll, we'll look at Franks some might be from buffalo
0: i mean but it's all yeah that's where everything was yeah we'll do an origin of a hot sauce in another story it's
1: some <laughs> other time wait can i say though uh someone made the hottest hot sauce. If any of you guys are those people who like to specifically test your limits, burn your mouth, you get a body and mental high off of hot sauce. We know that there's a whole group of people that do this. Mm-hmm. Usually people with a, you know, I, I talked about it too. It's like people who used to have former drug addictions or like dependencies on alcohol or whatever. Yeah, you like they, go to a place when it's that hot, I'm sure. Yeah, you go and you get like, it, it stimulates your endorphins the way that maybe drugs used to, but you get this really nice, fun, uh, borderline go-to-the-hospital sort of high from the heat. But um, so they, they're... You, okay, so we know the Carolina Reaper Chili is supposedly the hottest pepper in the world but the same um creator who like you know obviously did this hybrid pepper has grown it exclusively made up an even hotter one called pepper x and oh. it's the hottest exi- hottest existing chili in the world developed by accident while researching ways to fight cancer oh that's I'm like, sign me up, baby. I'll put myself through hell if it, like, boosts my immune system every once in a while. But it it has a 3.18 million Scoville unit, which is double the amount of the Carolina Reaper.
0: Good God. I'm just trying to think when you watch Hot Ones how they have that little scale on the side and how would they even, like incorporate that we almost did the hot ones challenge for brian's birthday mind really? you we were gonna like invite a bunch of people over and buy the kit and whoever wanted to do it could do it but you know considering what has happened been happening to my stomach it was probably yeah, not no, a, no, no. the yeah, best yeah. idea we,
1: we all I good. probably
0: wouldn't be here to tell the tale is all
1: i'm saying well if you're that kind of person this hot sauce made out of pepper x is called the last dab
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh that's what they call that's what the hot ones hot sauce is that's the hot one
1: that's the one holy Uh shit okay
0: that's the one they do at the end and then they do like the last dab and then they do yeah is it
1: yeah and they put an extra yeah you should watch hot ones it's okay it's seems (laughs) really it's also hearkening back to last week's server submitted story about the hot sauce bloody mary's which i'm just like oh could you imagine a whole glass full of dab anyways um but let's let's Like, highlight like two more, which could be your potential new topping. Okay, so Peri Peri, right? Uh uh Do you go
0: do you fuck with Peri Peri? I have in the past. It's not like a regs, uh, you know, on rotation. Yeah, so
1: it's like a Portuguese, it's usually kind of like a a yellowish color. Um, It uses the African bird's eye chili. and I feel like, so it's got a little more of, um, like a rounded out balance, like where you're going to get a little smoked paprika, cilantro, basil, lemon, garlic. I mean, that just sounds phenomenal to even like marinate your chicken in mm-hmm. and do yeah. like a really amazing sear. Um, there's also a hot sauce I like. You got to be careful with it. I think it's called yellow bird. If you ever oh, tried yeah. that, that one's yeah. addictive, but it is hot. Um, and then I guess, y'all, if you really were like, I need a Vietnamese flavor, and if I can't have sriracha, you could do the nuoc chăm, which is delish. Yes, it's a yes, very please. different flavor profile, but it is very good. Its Actually, way. this is like
0: probably one of my favorite uh, hot sauces of all time. Like, however, it's just basically like sweet and spicy tangy, and yep. tangy. It's, Umami. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and funky, because there's probably like a little fish, fish sauce, sauce Oh, yeah, baby. Happening. You yeah. know, if you guys, this is like what comes with your bun that you pour all over your cold noodles when you get Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. This is like what you dip your egg rolls into. This yep. like hits like every single like I, I mean craving I have like Vietnamese food is like their balance of their flavors is like so on par that like and then I'll and then I'll put sriracha on something on top of
1: that yeah, you of know course, what I mean of course mm-hmm. but in the meantime this is like don't sleep on this sauce here's the thing is like you always feel like you never get enough maybe you need to find where to get a whole fucking bottle of it at home because it, it would be so good on rice it would be so good on eggs it just is really complimentary to all meats. Oh, especially grilled meat. Oh, yum. Guys, knock Chom. That is, I'm signing off. If uh, you're not able to find sriracha, knwak <laughs> chom it up, baby. Knock chom. Knock chom. Alrighty. All right. Well, let's hop into this server. Submitted. Story. 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 Hello, Brooke, Andrea, and Brian. I hope you're all doing well, enjoying a little bit of a summer break. Here's a little update for you and a much overdue server submitted story, which may have taken me a couple months to write from start to finish due to lack of motivation or something like that. Hey, no judgment. As you may recall, this is from Simon Ryans, by the way. As you I love may, Simon. Hi, Simon. As you may recall, the restaurant I work at is located within a state park. To everyone's surprise, the state park department decided to completely shut down last week, which means the restaurant is also shut down. But not only did the restaurant shut down, the marina and the cabins that we rent out also got shut down. And why is this, you ask? On July 5th, a man shot and killed another man on a property near the state park. The murderer then also mutilated the body and tried to burn it to get rid of the evidence. Then the murderer decided to hide out in the heavily wooded forest of the state park. And for some odd reason, it took two to three weeks before the authorities even started the intense search, intense search for this guy. Wow. Wow. I know fast track to September 6 which is just like a week or so ago a body was found in a ditch near the area of the murder but it was decomposed beyond recognition within a couple of days it was determined to be the body of the murderer thankfully the restaurant was only in total shut down for 12 days but it felt like a lot longer we're just a small mom-and-pop business and don't have corporate funds to help pay employees for unexpected layoffs like this my boss and i made many phone calls trying to get answers or guidance on some sort of relief funds since it was a government-issued shutdown But we were given no help or resources. So my boss decided to start a GoFundMe, which she and her husband would match half of the donations. You would not believe how quickly our loyal regulars and their families donated money. And I'm not just talking about a few dollars. Multiple guests that I regularly wait on donated hundreds of dollars to help us out. Holy crap, I was in shock. This was such a wacky and unexpected situation, and it really made us appreciate and realize how kind and generous some of our regulars are. When they came in after we reopened, I personally thanked them and got a little teary-eyed each time. So the restaurant industry really is such a magical place where so many unique and meaningful relationships are made. God tips. Oh, good tip god tips. Uh good tips and good health, Simon. And you know what? Fuck murderers. Wow. Fuck, murderers. Check Fuck out murderers. My business. For
0: sure. Oh man. Wow. That's definitely like way to make some way to make some lemonade out of those murdered fucking mutilated lemons. Yikes, man. Yowzers. That's always just, you know. That's almost like a hometown murder story too.
1: (laughs) I know we are getting into spooky season, which Uh is like the the minute Labor Day's over. It's like pumpkins, um, pumpkins and murder. Uh, We will just take any scary crime-ridden stories from you all, no doubt. Yeah, any ghost stories too. I mean, I'm I'm always into it. We're we're putting in the call already.
0: I'm totally. I wonder what like how big that state park is, and I wonder like. Why couldn't they could they just have like a police presence there? I don't understand why the whole restaurant had to be shut down. Do they yeah. th- is it because a murderer's on the loose and everybody's like really scared, or was it just like we're making the call, we're I mean, shutting her all down? It seems right. like you know. I mean, and, and uh, when and the movie Jaws, they just kept the beach open the whole time after being begged to close it over and over again. You know, but yeah.
1: well, that was the mayor's. Jurisdiction, that was the mayor. Though. We all know that the, not the sheriff, not looking out for us. Uh, no, here's my thought is just possibly based on. Protocol you Can't risk harm of People maybe in an area where you're Searching for someone at large right And there would be a liability and So on and so forth but yeah I'm like whatever I'm Like I'll go out to eat Let's have a spicy night out, you know? Maybe yeah, maybe totally. Stacy maybe maybe Stacy Marie Die will throw a bottle at our head, maybe a murderer. Yeah, um will come yeah. in and take us all hostage like Absolutely. absolutely. I hate cooking and doing dishes. I'm I mean, up for it.
0: Anything to get like put a little bounce in my panties, you know. It's to- <laughs> <laughs> Which sometimes people just need that, They need a little <sighs> extra. Ooh, We've, yeah. Um, but thank God no one was injured. Other and thank than... <laughs> God, yes, you're fine,
1: Simon. And I'm but so glad. But if they
0: found that murdered, like dead in a ditch, he obviously like
1: got what was coming to him. You that know, you know what I mean? I when guess, you like, when you hide in a state park without resources or mm-hmm. yeah, protection from the elements or whatever. Yes, you're gonna show up. You're gonna up die. <laughs> yep, it just yeah. is what it is.
0: Oh boy, oh boy. Well, anyway, well, you guys, and like always, just send those server submitted stories as gruesome or spooky as possible to sideworkpod at gmail.com.
1: Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that, unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time.
0: Today's topic, we're talking about hookups, the art of gratis, giving away things for free, Brooke. Yeah. And to kick off our topic...
1: Oh, my God. You talk about this, this fucking okay. crazy story. All right. Before we talk about the art of what is free, I thought we should discuss a headline that happened while we were dark. Um, let's discuss what is not free. <laughs> I know you all because I know uh, the Modern Waiter, uh, I think... Marlon and Danny covered this. This is a TikTok video that went viral. If you recall this ramekin thief uh, who started to show off on TikTok all of the dishes she has habitually taken from basically every place she's ever gone to eat, Um, we'll post it. I know it's a little like it happened like a month ago and we're a little behind the curve, but I never wanted so badly to turn on the microphone and scream about it with you. Oh, yeah. Um, so, if you're just not familiar, it, it, it's just, um, I don't know how to put it other than it's embarrassing it's and embarrassing shocking. And, yeah. Like, and, this
0: person starts with, like, here's all the ramekins. And, like, she just keeps piling it on, piling on. I'm, I'm talking,
1: like, hundreds, hundreds. Like, and, like, a lot of them, like, not good ones like Mm -hmm. the shitty little black round ones which is like your typical side of a buffalo sauce or ranch like like the kind that would come on a wings like they're just so plastic and unremarkable I need 10 of them along with then you know the ribbed smaller white porcelain ramekins then all of the decorative ones like possibly from a a Japanese or Korean style restaurant for Mm -hmm. your sauces and then she gets into baskets and boxes full of just even like a serving dish full on bowls place where you're just sitting here going this isn't like like this isn't really about wanting a ramekin this is about you're a klepto and there's just something it's it's the the hit hit. it's the psychological thrill of taking something from a restaurant Oh yeah! I, at one
0: point, she's like, "I wanted, I had to, I wanted a matching set of four to six of these specific plates. Like, you know, it's like you're on a journey, and like, give me a fucking break." Like, yeah, and I,
1: I like how she starts off the video being like, "Get ready, it's a lot," and it's just like. What the fuck? Um. Oh wait, wait. Here it says, uh, just piles and piles and piles of even metal sauce cups. Like, who gives a fuck about one of those? Uh, she. We shows up, do as servers. Well, we when need we them. when we can't find that when right. we're out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. And it really lit up this whole conversation with servers, like on Reddit, and in response to TikTok, or it got shared like as a reel on Instagram, and you know, servers being like. Hey, listen, I just work there. If I see you stealing something, um, I'm probably not gonna say anything, but I'm gonna be like, what the fuck, man? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it does honestly at the end of the day, um, it makes the restaurant's life harder, especially poor little Brooke when she was going to work brunch shifts and all of those little metal ramekins that we use for syrup and butter just go missing or any of that shit you're like you're actually just making it harder for the server even though it doesn't come out of our paycheck i yeah. just feel like that is so psychotic
0: i mean and a lot of restaurants these days too like they work with little local artisans to have like the cutest you know ceramic hand-thrown little plates i wonder you know so Heath ceramics um mm. out of san francisco when we were up there, like every, when we were at Hog Island and we were at um, this really cute bar called, um, oh my God, why can't I think of the bar we went to above Mr. Jew's? I'll think of it. But it's super cute. But it was all the Heath Ceramics, which is wow. like that's
1: expensive yeah, that, shit. It and really you know, is. you know that shit's getting stolen
0: all the time. All the time.
1: I mean, here's, like, do we all have a stray pint glass from a night oh, yeah. out or do something? Do we have, like... like
0: yeah like a like a you know a belgian beer glass right because all those are so quack whatever yeah or yeah yes that's a pain in the ass too because you only get so many of those glasses and then they just get stolen left and right and then they also break easily so you have two things working against you so anybody who's into like fucking this type of theft you're making you're you have no idea the trickle down effect. Yeah, and- the fucking domino effect, the fucking butterfly flapping its wings, and you have caused chaos in a restaurant
1: for an evening. Absolutely, you turd. and mm-hmm. you are a thief. You're a thief. You're a thief. You're a thief. <laughs> you're a thief. Anyways,
0: so <laughs> I, I just get- wanted. I hope your fucking purse smells like ranch and Buffalo all the time. You fucking dirty thief. Like <laughs> the cleaning of it is an interesting thing too. This I'm going off a little bit. Cause you know, for it. a fact there's like, why are there like a thousand dirty napkins on this table? Or why is there ranch right. dressing or Buffalo dressing like floating in the sink in the bathroom? It's because somebody went to go wash it out and stuff it in their purse mm-hmm. and take it home. My God, give me a break. <laughs>
1: Right, because God God forbid you get any of your own personal items dirty, which then feeds back into this whole, like, you're creating extra garbage cleanups for us because you are a klepto. Anyways. Anyways. And, and, and people were saying, like, you know, like, if you were really cool and really forthcoming and were just sort of like, do you care if I take this? Like, a server might be like, if I didn't see you do it, then, to, you know, but it's like, I'm just so embarrassed to even occupy that headspace. Yeah. I just say, I'm, I just was horrified. horrified, horrified. So that's, I just, I just thought I would start by being Good. very on the affirmative. Getting what it's is all not worked up. Free. <laughs> so let's talk about what is acceptable and the bonus for being a cool customer yeah when you're you're at the kind of place who can give you that hookup baby totally i mean let's start with
0: food because you know i feel like we're gonna move into the bar stuff and that's way more complicated different yeah um food is very specific right as far as like what you can comp what you can't comp give away for free i feel like dessert is probably
1: the number one given away food item at restaurants wouldn't you agree I think the cost of making it, I always really consider where I was working and whatever is the lowest food cost to make and what is usually the most leftover, guess what's going to be given away for free? You're right? going to
0: get a piece of fucking panna cotta. You're going to get some chocolate mm-hmm. cake. You know, And also, is it a special occasion? Is it your right. birthday? Is it your anniversary? What have you? that's usually why you're going to get it. Or, you know, maybe you're just a regular, which we'll talk about that a lot, you know, in this whole topic. Um, But not everybody wants dessert. So, like, what comes next would be, like, an appetizer.
1: An appetizer or, like, sometimes, because, like, God, who isn't so excited, like, if our chef was in a good mood and being like, who's here Uh or whatever, see what you order. Especially, we'll talk about when you go into your place of employment, you know, on an off night, which I didn't do that much, but... You did get employee discounts and free little goodies sent your way. Yeah. But a steaming, fresh out of the fry fryer truffle garlic parmesan french fries sent out as a little like that costs nothing yeah for for a restaurant and we would do a little bit of that just as like here's something to nibble on and like here's a little warm hug for your tum tum
0: yeah totally like i know you guys ordered two entrees but here's a super delicious side that we also always make then it's yours and you know and i feel like these are ways to like Make your customers obviously feel like they're welcome. Make your regulars feel like they're welcome. If he, Obviously, if you have friends that are coming in, you want to like give them a little extra, you know, love if you can. Um, if you can. Yeah. And then, you know, the oopsies, you know, this is like this is for like a manager's like just like comp their dessert, just comp their abs. Or if you have the authority to do that, to do that yourself. Depending on where you're working, you should be able to manage your own fucking life. I mean, that's part of being a server, in my
1: opinion, is you keep track of your own shit, right? Um, 100%. And, you know, again, this is like if you're newer to serving, depending on whether you're really corporate, depending on whether it's real loosey-goosey, depending on whether you have bad owners who are running the business into the ground because they give everyone everything for free Mm -hmm. and make no profit, this is a really, like, learn-as-you-go sort of you become a veteran of learning when is it worth it? When am I maybe being like a little too eager to give something free just for the sake of me getting a bigger tip? Uh But um, as I got more sophisticated about it and definitely was really above board, I would go to my manager every, or, you know, the owner slash manager and be like, this table is so awesome. Can I buy them this round of wine? And she'd be like, yeah, you know, and then there'd be this like check that however you guys did it too where you would pull items off of checks Uh to drop in the comp checks, so that Uh at the end of the night you just kind of went through it everything was approved she just zeroed everything out Uh so it doesn't look like the register's short or whatever but like yeah I think there used to be like I'd sneak something and not feel great about it and Uh then when I was just like I'm just gonna communicate like an adult and say this table is really rad and I'd like to do something for them.
0: Right. And that's what it all comes down to is that like, unless you are the owner, like you should go by the house rules. Like this is not your house. This is their house. And whatever the rules are, that's what you should follow. And yes, have we all been guilty of breaking those rules? One hundred percent, you know, Um, but. I feel like, look, if I'm, I'm not going to charge you for a fucking extra side of ranch. If it's that kind of place, if I like you, I'm not going to, you know, things, little
1: things like that. Right. Um, what, what if at the end of the meal, I was like, Hey guys, you guys were really a pleasure to serve tonight. Here's some empty ramekins. Yeah. Here's some empty r- like, Here, take as, take as many as <laughs> take, you like. Take this plate. Just take the empty plate.
0: That, that dirty, that's another thing. Fucking linen napkins, that dirty linen napkin in your, in your lap. You take it home. It's on me. You, you guys take, take that. that. Huh? Uh, you guys, you guys want, a f- want a few roll-ups for the road? Yeah. <laughs> I noticed you eyeing uh, our sugar caddy. Um, just take, take it. it. Take, take it. it. What are you going to do with it at home? What kind of weird thing are you going to do with that? Yeah, I don't want to just gonna go home and enough. sit in your kitchen cupboard for 20 years before you're finally like what was the you know it's because
1: we <laughs> Why all know do I have this.
0: that's what's gonna happen yeah
1: it's it's uh right and so the art of free things too is like as a server that's a big deal and as a customer um usually what happens uh how you can expect to get free things is either by being a really cool customer
0: uh-huh.
1: or if you were cool about a mistake that happened or uh-huh. if you're a terrorist who starts to have a meltdown over something going wrong and you know that you're going to threaten certain things and it's your whole plot in life is to go uh-huh. be a monster so you can get things for free that's Absolutely. a grifter Right. That's the grifter
0: version. That is of this. for sure the grift. Um, if you carry broken glass in a ziploc yes. on your purse at all times, you might be a grifter. You might be uh, a grifter,
1: right? <laughs> if you carry a bag
0: of human hair with you everywhere, but you might be point, a grifter. Your, you know, entree being forgotten at dinner the other night, and the staff bending over backwards to be like, throw free shit at you, to be like, right. what can we do? And you're and like, uh,
1: good. To be, I'm fine. to be honest, like I. I didn't want a Vietnamese coffee at nine at night. I right. was, I was a little bit like if you didn't want to charge me for this $10 noodle dish, that's sure. cool. But I right. also was like, I think if they had that ability, they would have, and it didn't seem like something they could do. So mm. I was just like, no big deal.
0: Absolutely. No I can afford deal. my
1: food. It's all good. Yeah,
0: And food is one thing, but like, we're I feel like we're going to lean much toward right. Alcohol and being at a bar. For this episode, more than anything, because I feel like that is where, you know, the drinks on the house, you know, and I feel like as bartenders, there's a looming pressure, like, you know, maybe, you know, yes or no, on like what you should and shouldn't do as far as like giving drinks on the house. Like, I think there's tons of levels to it. And like we said before, what are the house rules? We talked about, is there a program that allows for free drinks? I mean, I think as, you know, restaurant owners, people expect to be giving things away for free. That's part of the game, you know, um, you basically could have comp tabs put in place like you said, um, whether it's like the whole house for the night or bartenders are given a set amount that they can give out per shift. Mm -hmm. Um, but depending on who your owner is, like you either have someone who's, watching every single drop of alcohol from like how much head is on a beer to like perfect pours of alcohol and keeping track of every single dollar they spend on that sure. boost or they, or they, put, they put all the, the complete yeah. opposite. Where they're just like I don't fucking care
1: They're usually like- alcoholics <laughs> those, yeah. those kind of owners Are usually Good time Gary's Who yeah. are Wearing a Hawaiian shirt And have a lay Around <sighs> them And are like totally. My restaurant Is my party Every yeah, night That's and- for sure And I feel like
0: With that mentality It's just kind of like You follow the lead Right Right You either follow the rules Or you don't follow the rules Now I think there's a lot To be said about Being a good bartender And not giving everything Away for free And just knowing Like Like you said, like no feeling it out and like knowing when you should be giving away Mm -hmm. drinks for free. A birthday? Sure. Oh, you got a job promotion? Awesome. Your first round's on us tonight, you know? Or like I got this next
1: round or, you know. We all know the term buyback, you know? And that is... A philosophy that is very much employed with certain bars and bartenders who you if you've never experienced one you're probably a not a regular or b not cool and don't bother to have rapport with bartenders yeah that's a buyback situation is like when you are the kind of person who sits at the bar and, and hangs with the bartender
0: Absolutely. I think it's like, if you're the one that sits there and drinks all night, it's like, it's like getting, it's like getting points on your credit card, right? You like get to cash in and every once in a while you get that shot glass put in front of you, which is such a fun move, right? Right. right? To get that, like, this is your next drink. You just cash in this little shot glass or turn it over when you're ready. What is the etiquette? You just are like, I'm ready for my free drink. Um, I feel like those are the incentives, right? Oh, yeah. Um, But there's also... um, There's spill and waste sheets, too, Mm. that some bars also make you keep track of, where it's, like, any drink that was a mistake... Anything that got knocked over in the night, you have to also keep track of. Again, coming down to having very strict owners and just trying to keep track of costs and where everything is going. Um, So if you happen to be, like, sitting at the bar and they're like, hey, someone ordered this Manhattan and, like, it was a mistake, do you want it, you know? Some. I mean – I maybe still would do it depending on what it is. But, you know, me in my 20s, I'd just be like, you know, Brooke used to call me a fucking garbage, a dump truck, basically, because I would put anything in my body dumpster, a drink dumpster. Yeah. So I would be like, oh, yeah, no one's going to drink that. I'll take it. You know, (laughs) people are happy about things like that. I
1: I know I would. My favorite thing, too, is this just happened like a few weeks ago went to the fable um Meg who works behind the bar she's lovely I was like it was really loud and so I was like hey what's up troublemaker and then she just goes to make a drink and I was gonna get I was like oh crazy she knows that I want like a makers and diet and then gives me a glass of red wine and I was just like oh I was just like I'm I was I, I wanted a makers and diet and she goes oh, we have a red wine called Troublemaker. Ah. And I was like, what? I was like, no, I called Troublemaker. You're like, what's up? Troublemaker. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I truly, I was like, that's the Ah. rudest way to order something. And then she started Ah. laughing and she's like, I'll drink it. And then, you know, she was toward the end of her shift. And so she was like down the hatch. No problem. Um, But I had called her Troublemaker. And because what am I, a 50-year-old grandpa? Anyways, uh, but... She's anyways, that was a really fun, but she was like, whoops, I'll drink it. You know, and then you have the bartenders who don't give it away. They're like, this is mine. Yeah, no, for sure. They're
0: like maybe in a bit, but yeah, yeah. I'll drink this like top shelf thing that got ordered by myself later. Thank you very much. Um, I think another reason to give away free drinks is to keep people coming back to the bar.
1: 100%. We talk about how you create regulars. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Again, your rewards program, if you will, you know, if there's two bars that are like very similar and they're both very cool bars that play good music and you feel really comfortable there. And at the end of the night, someone's like, you're, you're great. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate your service. Here's a cocktail on us. And the other one doesn't Like which bar are you most likely Going to go back to And spend your money at
1: Yeah where do you feel A warm fuzzy feeling Like Mm -hmm. these people think I'm cool You know because You go to the bars Where you're just like Nothing. I just cannot get a single bartender here to be friendly personable to recognize my face. It's all good. You do want to go where everybody knows your name. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. It feels wonderful. And yes, as a bartender, this is a fantastic strategy to up your tips.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so true because a hookup does mean a bigger tip in, in a lot of ways. You know, I feel like, and of course you would, why wouldn't you, you know, just to be like, or at least tip on the original amount of like what the check would be. But I would exactly. always be like, Oh here, yeah, here's a little extra something, something for you. Scratch my back. You scratch, you know, it's a, it's a, I feel like people just, they, you should be in the know. And if you're not, don't give people like that free drinks. <laughs> right exactly you learn your lesson pretty quickly I'm like who gets it and who doesn't get
1: it right right and and I think too we all like go like well at the end of the day is the establishment the one losing out is it theft from them because I'm giving away something that I don't personally buy to make more money to go into my pocket but like mm-hmm. we said there is especially in the bar culture so we all know the markup is through the roof through the roof if they don't have a staff uh that is like you know, just trigger happy with, you know, giving everything away. If they're not the staff that also drinks a bar out of house and home, you're still going to make a shit ton of money. So as long as all those other pieces are in play, I think it is understood in a bar that some free drinks are going to get given away Mm -hmm. every night, whether the staff, is drinking it for their staff drink afterwards. Or, you know, you do a mixture of both. Like, hey, we we always give a little something to cool customers and regulars, so on and so forth. And it's baked into the budget. And that's absolutely. the kind of bar I like hanging out at, you Absolutely,
0: know? absolutely. And I think it's just, it, you know, and when it comes to be kind of expected that, like, this is our rapport and be, like, no matter what, someone, like, always knowing they're going to get a free drink is, like, so appreciated Um, And everybody is just so much more happy. No bottles will be thrown tonight at that bar.
1: (laughs) Definitely not, you know, because I also really like hanging out at TG's. And this is, you know, maybe six weeks ago or something, too, where uh, Sean and I went kind of. I think the one bartender name was JJ. She's really sweet. Shout out JJ. I think she had a slammed happy hour. She was alone. Mm -hmm. And so by the time we came up to her, she was like, oh, you know, and we were like we are going to be so easy. Once again, we're like two ingredient, like, like a beer and one mixed drink. That's all we want. We got Mm -hmm. your back. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so we were really sweet again when we came back and we were just talking and chilling. We're like, how's the night going? Blah, blah, blah. Next week, she made us the two stiffest drinks I've ever had in my life and didn't charge us. She's like, these ones are on me. Thanks for being so fucking cool. And you're like, wow, we went home way more wasted than planned, but also with the warm, fuzzy feelings of, like, we were just cool and talked to her like a human and also we're like, we're easy, you know? Absolutely. And And that's a really specific bar where it's, like, it's so easy to get
0: impatient and I'm not... They're great. I love that bar. I think it's awesome. The back patio is wonderful. I'm so glad they have Mm -hmm. it, but it, like, it triples the amount of seating that they originally had in the bar. Yeah. And it just makes it really hard to I don't know sometimes I'm confused at the staffing like yes. and but I'm still going back obviously you know it just is you're just kind of like oh I'm just waiting or whatever it's fine everybody is good but this is just the world we live in now too so yeah yeah now friends is probably like the main thing I want
1: to yeah talk kind about. of closing out on this you know this is the one where it gets especially when the owners know these are your friends. Totally. Because you want
0: your friends to come into the bar, right? But you can't fucking give everything away for free. No. And look, i we've all been there where we've just been like, whatever you probably drink a hundred dollars worth of alcohol and then you have to pay twenty dollars at the end of the night mm-hmm. you know like it works people i mean bar owners have done that to me even like mm-hmm. even at the you know like the long room like or the i gold would drink or something. all right, night right. Oh, and they would be like just give me 20 bucks and then you give them 40 bucks and they're like look at you you big spender you know it's a friend's thing but like i feel like this is where there has to be like a line drawn in the sand right to be like look i'm i'm working this is my job you guys don't get to come in here and drink for free and right. take up my bar space where like other people could be right. or you have the friends that are totally get it and like you're not you're gonna pay and right. you're gonna
1: pay you're gonna tip me more you know right right and you know which friends those are you it's it's just like you don't want like The poor orphan friend uh, to always be showing up where you're like, come on, dude, you're killing me. Like, first of all, I know I'm not going to get a good tip out of you because you're fucking broke all the time. You're literally coming here for free lunch and you're putting me in a weird position yeah absolutely
0: absolutely and is it fun when your friends come in and you're at work 100 percent. it was like the highlight when I like my friends would come in mm-hmm. when I was bartending because it just meant my bar was full I could play loud music everybody else had a good time but again you have to be able to make these decisions as a bartender like what are the fucking rules like don't break them too much don't be an asshole like because it at the end of the day it's theft <laughs> you right. know it is. and that and you could
1: be judged for it and someone could you know like you could get in trouble right you get in trouble you can well because it's like we would have a manager who knew what was going on like Matt would probably be like all right don't just give like they came to know our friends right and so you'd get a little bit of like a don't get these motherfuckers drunk on my dime tonight you know so and so like he would almost in advance be like they can each have one free end of convo you know and you're like yes sir and you know that you're being you know that like your group of friends and the transaction between you and them you're actually being watched a little harder than with a stranger Mm -hmm. for sure yeah
0: and it's 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 fickle because like even uh I'm god I'm having like flashbacks to like people not being happy or being mad where it's like you're a work you work at the bar and you bring all your friends in and you fucking drink all night long and a bunch of shit, and I'm like, and I'm like, I hand you a bill, and you're pissed off that I'm even charging you and four friends anything, right? To that's, like,
1: mm, you know, so- that's a real big assumption.
0: It's such a big assumption and it sucks. It should be like, well, the, yeah, this is a business. You just don't get to, this isn't your, like you said before, it isn't your playground. Although that specific place, Brooke, that we worked at. Was it was, was playground. our playground. It was a playground. <laughs> it was, yes. I've but had a we, couple I jobs. still was like, I'm here to make money for you and me,
1: you know. Um, that place stayed in business for a long time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's because, you know, you're giving away tap beer, not steaks, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think just, no, I mean, I, I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute. I thought it was like a really, a really fun topic to conquer because it is just this thing we've never talked about, you know, fully and dissected and it's just, yeah, just be cool. Everybody just be cool. I think it's like the moral of this topic, right? Be delighted. Don't go in expecting. You know, that's for sure. And don't don't expect like as I think an employee, like people can fucking pay money. That's why they go out and that like you are worth like what you charge. And I know Mm -hmm. at at this stage in the game, it's hard because cocktails are twenty dollars and because food prices are ever increasing with inflation. But it's like there's a reason why that is put in place. And that is because like everything's fucking expensive and people are getting paid a living wage and it all are all these little numbers that help restaurants and bars hang on by a thread yeah. a thread yeah you
1: know and they're it's not like, crushing it they're not crushing it by having that 17 dollar cocktail not necessarily. at
0: all so i just feel like it's you know it's easy to feel the pressure for people to give away shit for free but just you need to decide like as a bartender or server like what's best for you you know mm-hmm. for sure Amen. 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 <laughs> oh,
1: good stuff. Still got it. Um, still got it,
0: guys. We still we still are powering through. Um, but yeah, like we said before, you guys, service submitted stories, side pod at gmail. Uh, dot other than that brooke we're wrapped up we're ready to roll you, you know what we say at the end of every episode
1: yeah godspeed good tips talk to you next week